0: This is a Rooster Teeth production. March 31st, 1873. The SS Atlantic is making its 19th trip across the Atlantic Ocean, carrying nearly 1,000 passengers from Liverpool, England to New York City. The Atlantic was the finest ship of its day, a huge ocean liner renowned for its luxurious accommodations there was a problem. It was running out of fuel. Its captain decided on a change of course, but that decision would lead to one of the worst disasters in maritime history. I'm Charlotte. I'm Patrick. I'm Brian. Ahoy and welcome aboard Ship Hits the Fan,
1: a podcast about some of history's most notable uh uh-ohs and whoopsies. Full transparency, I spent the hour before this uh, recording arguing with a loser, an anonymous loser on the internet, and so I did not remember to write an intro, so I'm going to... I'm going to play a little jazz here. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I you love ready it. for this? This is where you shine. This is where my dull exterior gets a little gleam to it. Okay, here <laughs> we go. Here we go. <laughs> Freestyle. You would think, wouldn't you? Were you thinking that to have sails and an engine? Ah. <sighs> no. Redundant. So good. But I say... <laughs> I say, go for broke. Do it twice. Get double the propulsion. Get double the results. Be on that grind set. Double the flavor. Double the flavor. Like it, love it, gotta have it. Be the best you can be. We all have the same 24 hours. It's up to you how you grind it.
0: <laughs> it's just like an Instagram motivational <laughs> page.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I, you know, and... Um, like but, 500
0: people died. Yeah, no, I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I do know that. I, <laughs> okay. did,
1: I am aware of that. I was going to say that like... Maybe you know, maybe two things is actually worse than one. Oh. I know that's not the reason they died, but correlation,
2: causation. Yeah, yeah, there
0: you go. Save it with a little
1: scat.
2: <laughs> this is like on Hot Nine Seven when they make people freestyle on. <laughs> it's like a cipher.
0: Yeah. Is that it? Are we good? I guess we did it. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Sure.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just. I'm gonna be sitting here fuming, thinking about what what that person said and how I can get back at them. <laughs> was it about the podcast? No, it was. Oh, I don't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Completely unrelated.
0: The SS Atlantic was a transatlantic ocean liner built in 1870 at Harland and Wolff Limited in Belfast, Ireland. Oh. The Atlantic was one of four ocean liners built for the newly created Oceanic Steamship Navigation Company, better known as the White Star Line.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that one. This yep. is like a prequel
0: mm-hmm. then. hmm yeah,
2: Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> that's what
0: it is. is. If that name rings a bell, it's because that's the company that would later build the Titanic.
2: No Pope. <laughs> And this Harlan and Wolf Limited—that's the company that would build it too. So the yeah. owner, same owner, same company, same everything, baby. Protestant hands
1: uh, building these <laughs> ships, if I, I remember it, correctly.
0: Maybe I don't remember. No, I think it was Catholics that built it, and that was the conspiracy, right?
1: No, it said no Pope on the hull.
0: Oh, like
1: anti-Catholic. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. The Atlantic was part of a four-ship series, which also included the White Star liners, the Oceanic, the Adriatic, and the Baltic.
1: I think the Oceanic may have, cut this if it's not true, but I think that may have also met a foul end. I think
0: pretty much every ship in this era met a foul end, because (laughs) regardless of whether or not they sunk carrying Irishmen across the Atlantic, they sunk then in World War I or II, because they were repurposed.
2: (laughs) a combination of that and we were still getting st- our minds around steam engines and yes. uh, not a big margin of error so yeah a lot yeah. these first four ships all sound like the cheap properties you can get in monopoly <laughs> like that first <laughs> yeah, yeah, one yeah, yeah
0: yeah so atlantic and her sisters were precursors to the titanic All were giant iron-hulled ocean liners, capable of carrying around 160 first-class passengers and over 1,000 passengers in steerage. My kind of woman. Mm-hmm. The Atlantic was huge, at more than 420 feet long, and yeah, (laughs) 40 feet wide, and weighing more than 3,700 tons.
2: That's awesome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so. Cool man. Oh I'm just God. committed to
2: it. <laughs> no, yeah, here we are.
0: You're well within your rights. <laughs> it's shaped like a like a iron steamship. <laughs> 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 it could travel a maximum of 14 knots powered by a single compound condensing steam engine driving a single propeller which was fed by 12 boilers. Charlotte, you wanted to tell us what a single compound condensing steam engine was? I did.
1: <laughs> want to do that. Oh, but you I Did don't know. Uh, I, I think that it's better that some people don't know. Leave you it need up to the imagination. You need specialized labor. Okay, you know, got it. And, and not everyone should know what a single yeah, yeah. Uh, compound condensing steam engine is sure. comprised of. Okay. Uh, but thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, no, I really appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say springing it on me, but allowing me the chance yeah. to,
0: you know, the room.
1: Yeah. To riff. Yeah. It's an opportunity. I,
2: to riff. Yeah.
1: The opportunity to riff, I, yeah. I genuinely thank you for it.
0: So as a backup, you know, in case that single compound condensing steam engine driving a single propeller failed, the ship had four masts rigged for auxiliary sails.
1: Now, a mast is a tall wooden pole <laughs> yes. or metal, I suppose. that and, and the sail is sort of a... Often a, supports
0: the sail. Exactly. Yeah, the yeah, sail is sort yeah. of
1: a, a stretched out bunch of cloth that catches the wind. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: but hang on. Why did a ship with a steam engine also have sails? Well... Keep in mind that this was a transitional period in the history of nautical travel. Yes, steam engines were starting to become dominant, but many still preferred the security of having sails as a backup just in case things went wrong.
2: It's like if you had a car, but you kept a couple horses in the trunk just yeah. in just in case. Couple or like, ponies? Uh,
0: you know when you, like when you would have a cell phone but you still had the landline.
1: Yeah, my electric bike has pedals.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hence, the addition of sails to prevent ships like the Atlantic from being stranded in the middle of the Atlantic. Oh. Yeah, the ocean, not the ship. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> An ocean is a vast body of water.
1: Whereas a ship is not. A uh, ship is not. It's a, <laughs> uh, uh,
0: typically made of wood or metal yeah, and floats with, upon not just enough, any body of water, I suppose, so long as it's deep enough. Steam engine.
2: What were y'all doing before this podcast? I just like, don't, don't incriminate yourself, but it feels a little looser than normal.
1: Uh, we were just hanging out, man.
0: Okay. Getting loose, yeah, yeah. groovy with it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jiving. Okay.
0: All right. Um, that's, that's great. <laughs> In addition to two different types of power, the Atlantic and her sister ships were known for a standard of luxury unseen on any previous vessels. For first-class passengers, there was a saloon measuring 80 feet long and 40 feet wide. It had a piano and marble fireplaces. The ship's lavatories had running water and the bathrooms had water heated by steam. What a novelty. Wow. Yeah, the Atlantic also had some of the most luxurious and comfortable first class accommodations seen on the North Atlantic.
1: It's so funny because when I went on a cruise ship, it was me and my siblings crammed in one cabin and we had a little TV that played the same two episodes of Beat Bobby Flay over and over and over (laughs) again. (laughs) <laughs> sounds good and, to me. And, yeah, and by the sounds way, like the, a vacation. you on color, vacation. Maybe? The colors on that TV turned way all off, the right? way up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It looked like a coloring book. Motion
0: smoothing. Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah.
1: yeah, but not the ship. You know, rocking to and fro, back yeah, and that's forth. Enough. That's okay, enough. <laughs> headed for New Jersey.
0: Uh, oh God. <laughs> Only first class passengers were allowed on deck. The steerage oh. or lowest class passengers were confined to cramped spaces below. Yikes! The fresh air was not for them. Oh,
2: you can't even come up and and walk around. Jeez. Well, you wouldn't
1: want to be pass another ship and have you know the riffraff on yeah, board. Yeah, that's a good above deck. Think about that. What, what would other captains think?
0: <laughs> yeah, true. The Atlantic entered service for the White Star Line in the summer of 1871 and regularly traveled between Liverpool, England, and New York City. The Atlantic's first departure from New York took place on July 1st, 1871. According to an advertisement in the New York Daily Tribune, the ship's passenger accommodations for all classes were, quote, unrivaled, combining safety, speed, and comfort. Between 1871 and 1873, the Atlantic completed 18 successful voyages. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and this was, uh, you know, similar to another episode we did. This is primarily immigrants kind of heading, you know, from the old world to the new. So mm-hmm. uh, as you can see by the accommodations, it's uh, those a thousand passengers in steerage, probably immigrants through first class, just the jet set. They're just going, yeah. going to the States for, to, to hang out in New York for a bit. Right. Yeah. This is
1: not a, a luxury, a leisure, cruise. you're crammed yeah, in there. Yeah, but, for the, mo- yeah. I mean, at least I mean, like we, we talked about the Empress of Ireland, which was groundbreaking for its humane treatment of third class passengers. Like that was that was a huge selling point of yeah. the ship. And that was like
2: what, 40 years later? I think so. Yeah, 30 or 40 oh, yeah, years that's later. That's right. They they got 30 seconds of deck time. I yeah. say, <laughs> perhaps maybe. We, we, should- <laughs> get, we should let them above deck, give them a little more room.
0: <laughs> that is funny. <laughs>
2: Is that an Irishman taking an extra 10 seconds of sea air? Get down there. (laughs) Shall we beat him?
0: (laughs) I say we toss him overboard and call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) Today's show is brought to you by RTX. Level up your 4th of July weekend. We got podcasts, gamers, animators, all the ones you love. They're going to be there in person and discover your new favorites at RTX Austin. RTX Austin takes the best in gaming, podcasting, like this podcast, and animation and brings it all to Austin, Texas for one unforgettable weekend. Ship Hits the Fan is going to be there. We're going to be doing a panel. It's going to be a really good time. If If you're on the fence, come see us. Interact with your favorite content creators or step into the exhibit hall for numerous interactive activities or meet the characters you love brought to life by our amazing cosplayers. There's so much to do at RTX Austin this year. So head on over to rtxevent.com to grab your badge for RTX Austin and get ready for a weekend filled with the best of podcasting, gaming, and animation. That's rtxevent.com to get your badge today. Remember, ship hits the fan is going to be there. We're going to basically be doing a live episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's rtxevent.com. Get your badge today. See you in Austin July 1st through 3rd. Let's get into the final voyage. On March 20th, 1873, the Atlantic left Liverpool, bound for New York City on her 19th trip. She was carrying 835 passengers and 117 crew who were under the command of Captain James Williams. James Williams? It's close to that. Oh, Uh,
1: different guy. yeah.
0: Yeah. Most aboard the ships were immigrants headed to America. Some were men who had temporarily left their families to make their fortunes in the New World, Others were mothers and their children traveling to the U.S. to be reunited with their families. And still others were entire families traveling together to make the passage to America. A lot of guys in this time would just like, I'm going to another country across the ocean in the hopes that I'll make money I can then bring back to you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, this would have been like potato famine time too in Ireland. So pretty pretty desperate stuff.
1: I can't promise I won't start another family. (laughs)
0: From Liverpool, the Atlantic stopped in Queenstown, Ireland, a seaport town that since 1920 has been known as Cobb.
1: It's probably pronounced like Thorf or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't understand. It should be in our blood, but I don't really understand the pronunciation. Yeah. the
0: pronunciation. I have no there. idea. What
2: I do know that after 1920, they're like, yeah, no more Queenstown.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first few days of the voyage seemed to have been uneventful. The weather was good. The winds were favorable.
1: Perfect and the conditions.
2: champagne
1: was <laughs>
0: flowing. It was flowing. It was <laughs> at least on the top. Ever. At least on the deck. It was dripping oh, down. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it was trickle down champagne. Right. The steerage can drink it dripping from our floorboards,
0: <laughs> <laughs> mixed with oil so and soot. The captain and crew were even impressed at the time the Atlantic was making. Yeah, <laughs> but. Unfortunately, starting on the evening of March 23rd, conditions deteriorated and the ship was hit by heavy southwest and westerly winds. Yeah. For the next few days, passengers stayed indoors as the ship traveled headfirst into gale force winds. That would be first class as steerage was not allowed. I mean, yeah, they were staying
1: indoors in the best of
0: conditions. (laughs) Yeah. This caused the Atlantic to slow down and more coal than normal was used to power its engine. Okay. Okay. On the 27th, the winds got even worse and the ship was almost thrown onto its side several times. A wave broke over the bow of the Atlantic, smashing a starboard lifeboat. Uh, Still, the Atlantic was not in any real danger. It was designed for these types of seas and while the waves were certainly rough, the ship could handle them. Okay. Yeah. The storms continued for a week, drastically slowing the Atlantic's speed to about half of what it normally would have been traveling, which soon became an issue. Captain Williams got worried about the ship's supply of coal, which obviously was important because coal fueled its engine. He ordered the galleys on the ship to conserve their use of coal.
2: Galleys being the kitchen. Okay. Yes. Lots of cold dinners. Yeah.
0: (laughs) At this point, the Atlantic was about two days away from New York, but the captain had concerns about whether or not they had enough fuel to get there. On March 31st, the chief engineer, John Foxley, had some bad news for Captain Williams. The Atlantic was dangerously low on coal, and it would not make it to New York under its own power.
1: Bad. That's not super good. No,
0: it's not a, what you typically want. But
1: it's got it's got those sails, right? Yeah, it's Real got the sails. Well, 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 hang on. Yeah, sure that, hang on. I'm sure they're
2: fine. Hey, thanks everyone put, for listening. to ship that. hits the fan. <laughs> uh, we, you've been
1: great. No, 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 no. Uh, we have so your, much more. Your we your So much more. <laughs>
2: We're getting so low on ideas,
0: just momentary inconveniences. Yeah, now, yeah right. That's, we and then edit.
1: everything was fine, and they all made fortunes in the new world.
0: <laughs> so we should make a side note here. There are numerous ports that Foxley had been deliberately underestimating the ship's supply of coal to the captain just to be on the conservative side. You know, just to say like, hey,
1: yeah. But to him, he's
0: thinking, we got enough, but... I want the captain to get us. Sometimes, when you go to the higher ups, you got to really over exaggerate things.
2: Yeah. Keep a little in reserve.
0: Yeah, exactly. So for whatever reason, Foxley may have again underreported how much coal was remaining on the ship, leaving Captain Williams to assume that they did not have enough fuel to reach their destination.
2: Yeah, I read some things that's saying like they did have enough, but he didn't want to all of a sudden like change his report and go like, actually, we do have enough because then it would have blown his cover and sort of revealed that he had been underreporting this whole time.
0: Yeah.
1: Even though it seems like a reasonable enough Decision. I guess it depends to the the degree to which he was under-reporting.
0: Captain, we're out. Yeah, we have yeah. no coal. While well, exactly. he's sitting on a throne of coal, <laughs> he's bathing in coal. He's he's rubbing his skin in coal. <laughs> so remember, like you, like Charlotte, like you said, the Atlantic has sails. Yeah, right? yeah. Plays so they should be so put a yeah, bow on it. Yes. Well, they did have sails. Stick a fork in it. Yeah. Unfortunately, the winds were working against the ship. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were blowing head on at the vessel, so the sails are essentially useless. I just
1: turn the sails around. <laughs> go the other way. You think? <laughs> no, no. Backwards? Just Catch the just wind traverse.
2: and keep going forwards. Oh, that's a recipe to end up in Spain. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't want that.
0: I don't know. Maybe you do. I, I'm not sure what was going on in Spain at the time. I'm not sure time. what was happening yeah. there.
1: Bullfights. Yeah. Yeah, true. Running from them, running into them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. At this point, wireless telegraphs were still decades away from being installed on ships, so the Atlantic would have been completely disabled. There's no one to call. There's no way to call anyone.
2: No. No Ghostbusters. Nobody. Nobody's coming for you. You're
1: just
0: in the middle of the Atlantic. Parentheses. You had, I think they
2: had signal rockets. That, That would have been it.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Taking all of this into account... Captain Williams decided on a change of course. Instead of heading for New York, the Atlantic would instead make for the closest refueling stop, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Ah.
2: Hell yeah. yeah.
1: We're back baby. in Canada. That's right. Let's well, go.
0: <laughs> if you'll remember, Halifax was, I believe, the closest port to Europe or to England. Anyway. Uh, yeah,
1: that's what, yeah. Uh, and this is uh, a little bit before World War One, but...
2: Yeah, Yeah. if you look at it on a map, it's very clear. Like, it's uh, yeah, Halifax, way closer if you're coming from Europe.
1: We've been in Canada a lot. Halifax explosion, Empress of Ireland. Canoe. Le Chasse Galerie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: nice! Mm-hmm. Nice pull
0: there. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. stop soon.
1: I'm a big ship hits the fan uh, listener. So we're
0: gonna, <laughs> we're trying to get Canada out of the way so that we don't have to cover it anymore. We want to cover more tropics. Uh, exactly, d- disaster. Yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> Mr. Leahy, that ship looks like it's running out of coal. <laughs> Shut up, Ricky.
0: <laughs> it is. It is uh, Nova Scotia. <laughs> um. <laughs> it was much closer than New York, and it would allow the Atlantic to refuel and resupply the ship. The ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. after consulting foxley and other officers williams plotted a new course for the atlantic the ship what the ship the, the ship the, oh not yeah. the ocean yeah 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 correct the ocean does not have a captain no divert not. the okay.
2: ocean boys <laughs> <laughs> that'd be sick if
0: it did <laughs> however there was a problem almost none of the crew had been to halifax before and weren't aware of the dangers involved when approaching halifax harbor as a result, the crew did not post a masthead lookout or reduce their speed. Ugh. And you know, that's really on them because Halifax, actually a, a great destination. If you love great food. Oh yeah? Great uh, history, museums. I mean,
1: we've gotten some really lovely messages from, mm-hmm. from some hal- Halifaxans.
2: This episode sponsored by visithalifax.ca. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> There's almost no better place on the Canadian uh Wow. Eastern Seaport, really. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay. Wow. You're I want to go. I've never been. I do want to go. I've ahead. never been. I the wouldn't Halifax
0: know. head. I, yeah.
2: <laughs> How could you not be? <laughs> I got some stuff
0: going on. With the side sites with like this? Yeah.
2: A fax boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I had a great idea because Halifax Harbor was no cakewalk for approaching ships. We covered a little bit of this in the explosion episode. I yes. think. Yes. The entrance to the harbor is known for its strong currents and the harbor is full of reefs and rocky islands. In short, if you do not know what you're doing, Halifax can be extremely perilous. Yeah, oh Part of what made it such a great port for World War I and two.
1: Yeah, there were the few points of safe entry. Mm-hmm.
0: As the night of March 31st wore on, the Atlantic approached the shores of Nova Scotia and Captain Williams and the crew were intently looking for one point in particular. Sambro Island Lighthouse. Yeah,
1: yeah, Sambro.
0: <laughs> the lighthouse was built in the 1700s and served as a warning of the rocky shoals to the west of the harbor entrance. It actually still stands today as the oldest surviving lighthouse in North America. That's cool. Yeah, if you're out there.
2: Very famous. Send us yeah. some
0: photos. Send us some photos.
1: I think we've got some fascinating coming to up the that. Hunley.
0: Yeah. Little after midnight on April 1st, Captain Williams retired to his cabin for a brief nap and ordered his crew to wake him up at 2.30 a.m. or whenever they saw the light from Sambro Lighthouse. But there was a problem. Williams and the crew did not make allowances for coastal currents, which caused the Atlantic to drift off course about 12 miles west of Halifax Harbor. Mm -hmm. At this point, the Atlantic had no lookout on duty. Ah. Yeah, and was dangerously close to the Nova Scotia coastline. There was also a dense fog blanketing the water. Good. Yeah. Good, good. Why not post the lookout?
2: Just just to be on the safe side.
0: I know. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm guessing it's just overconfidence, you know.
1: Yeah, I I guess so. Maybe ship. I don't know. What year is this 1873? Were shipwrecks invented yet?
0: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I think they've been there there have invented. Been uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: As if we haven't covered prior shipwrecks on this show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, look, it's it's like uh what what damn it. What's the guy's name from Titanic? Uh Oh, Billy Zane. No, the guy who passed Leonardo away. Leonardo DiCaprio. The guy who passed away recently. James Cameron. No, Termin- Terminator, Aliens. Arnold Schwarzenegger.
2: Oh, that guy. I know Robert Patrick.
0: No, Bill. No, Bill actor. Paxton. Bill. Bill Paxton. Paxton. Bill Paxton. <laughs> Bill Pac- it's, it's like Bill Paxton says in Titanic about the captain. He's got forty years of experience working against him. Oh, you know, the captain. Uh, he's wow. the captain's confident. He's relaxed when he really shouldn't be. Are you sure Billy Zane didn't say that? I'm 100% sure Billy Zane did not say that.
2: <laughs> I have a child! <laughs> As our former president would say, he's got experience, but it's bad experience. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get real dark. At 3 a.m. April 1st, Williams was still asleep, having not been woken up by his crew. They probably, you know, let him rest. He deserves it.
2: Yeah. I think that was. They're like, oh, we haven't seen it yet. It's fine. Yeah, but, yeah they just you, let 2.30 go, go,
0: go. Yeah. In the crew's mind, they hadn't yet seen Sambro Lighthouse, so that must have meant they were still a safe distance from the shore, and therefore there was no need to wake the captain. Remember, though, the ship had drifted several miles to the west due to the strong current. One crew member, the quartermaster Robert Thomas... Rob Thomas? <laughs> yeah, <the> very same. <laughs> ...had actually been to Halifax before and knew the dangers. He insisted that they were getting close to the shore... But he was disregarded by the other crew members in charge.
2: Why? Why was Rob Thomas not in charge at this point? Honestly. He had yeah. been the there. The one
0: guy who's actually The one there. guy. They're like, shut yeah. up. Shut up, Rob. Go Get do another here. duet. <laughs> so while the crew thought they were near Halifax, the Atlantic was actually approaching the small fishing community of Lower Prospect. Uh, yeah. Finally, at 3.15 a.m., catastrophe struck. Too late, the crew spotted rocky outcroppings and the ship was ordered to tack to its port side and reverse engines. Left. Four letters. (laughs) But it was too late. The Atlantic hit a large underwater rock off Mars Island in Nova Scotia. The rock, known as Golden Rule Rock, hit the Atlantic on its starboard side. Just a little background because this will come up later. Mars Island, I want to say it was about like a kilometer long. It's not a big island. It's like to this day I don't think there's anything on it. There is a website of a guy who owns it and is desperately trying to get people to develop it. Of course, he doesn't have the funds.
2: <laughs> he's he's touting it as like a crypto island or yeah, something. Yeah,
0: the website looked like it had been made in 2002 though, so I'm not sure how current it is, but basically it's a small kind of like there's some trees and stuff on it, but it's mm-hmm. yeah, like a Pretty kilometer so nice. maybe like wide and long.
1: I'm pretty sure Mars is the name of Jared Leto's island named for that could be the destination, destination to which it
0: takes 30 I seconds don't to reach. I think it's the same.
1: Point. No, no, no. It's not Mars possessive.
0: Okay. It's okay.
1: Mars parentheses planet.
0: Yeah. The impact was massive and woke up everyone on board. The impact and ensuing rush of air snuffed out every single oil lamp on the ship.
1: Whoa. Yeah. That's...
2: Terrifying.
0: Yeah, it's That's like a like depressurization like yeah.
2: E- event. Yeah, I liked that description. It was like, oh, because I don't think we ever... It, it's, it's hard to convey sometimes what that impact feels like, but I thought that was a nice touch.
0: Mm-hmm. Alarmed by the crash, I would think so, the passengers and crew of the Atlantic started coming up to the deck, even steerage. <laughs> yeah. And things were starting to get bad very quickly. Mm-hmm. The ship swung around only to hit another rock.
1: Oh, boy. You ever have a day like that?
0: No. Oh. <laughs> that rock ripped off the propeller blades from its engine. So now the Atlantic just didn't have power. This this reminds me, I, was,
2: I had a day like that. It was yesterday. I was getting my four-year-old out of her car seat to go to daycare, and I hit my head on the top of the van. Yeah. And I go, ah, ah. And then later, she was like, Daddy, when you screamed, it hurt my ears. Oh, oh, no. So you get
0: it. Yeah.
2: You got it on. You got it twice. Your daddy was in pain.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you're dirty. <laughs> was a little ticked off. So the Atlantic listed to its port side, which made the starboard side boats useless. Always And I did read happens. something. I know. I did read something about the lifeboats. This is obviously pre-Titanic. They did not have enough lifeboats on board for Everyone, but apparently they did have more lifeboats than were necessary. However, again, useless. The Atlantic was quickly swamped and began sinking stern first. The surf pounded away at the ship, destroying its portside lifeboats oh. and washing them into the sea. So, one side, the lifeboats are useless. The other side, it. they're destroyed by waves.
2: Yes. So,
0: yeah.
1: in a matter of speaking,
0: useless.
2: And it's in the dark, like yeah. it's 3 a.m.
0: So pitch black. I mean, who knows? Maybe the maybe it was a full moon. It could have been you can a full see a little moon. Bit. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah,
1: what was this? Um, April first,
0: moon, eighteen seventy three. Williams ordered all hands on deck. Crew members ran through the cabins, banging on doors and ordering all passengers to the deck of the ship. You, you got your moon data. It was
1: an illuminated moon. It was a crescent, but it does seem it, the fog probably wasn't being penetrated. But right. April eighteen seventy three, the moon was. So there was uh, in some an light. illuminated state. Okay, but there wasn't a full moon until about April eleventh. Oh wow! So great,
2: great point. They didn't have it that bad.
0: No, yeah, it was actually easy. <laughs> Could have been Fine. worse, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so at least the captain is doing something. That's good.
1: Yeah, we love to see
2: that.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, we don't love to see the situation, but yeah, so often yeah, the yeah. captain is. In the dark, smoking like, cigarettes are falling get me into out of here.
0: Hope, yeah. Uh Williams then ordered all lifeboats launched, which were heaved out as the waves crashed onto the decks of the disabled Atlantic. The so there, there were a few lifeboats that were, they were able to launch. But... Uh, well, yeah. The first lifeboat was dashed to pieces along with everyone on board. Oh, God. Yep. Remember, this is like stormy weather, too. This is still like crazy waves and Yeah. Finally, Williams decided the boats were unsafe and ordered everyone on the second lifeboat back on board. That's how bad it was. And there was
2: apparently like a gigantic fight between the people who were on the lifeboat and the people trying to get them back in. I mean, I would be
1: upset if they started pulling me out of it.
0: Yeah. Remember, this is happening like very close to an island. It's happening on top of a rock that is, you know, something that people could reach, which we'll get into. But that's crazy. Like this is all happening within eyesight of land, mm-hmm. semi-dry yeah. land. If um, you could see it through the fog, I yeah. Start to right. Say. So desperate passengers jumped into the water, trying to swim to shore. Others climbed up the ship's rigging.
1: Oh, the sails. Yeah. Oh, right. Yep. Okay.
0: However, most passengers were still below and those trying to climb up the deck were bottlenecked in a mass of people trying to get to safety. Yeah, just a nightmare. Yeah, if you think
2: of a thousand people down in steerage. Awful. Trying to get through a hallway
0: that probably fits half a person. God. Williams ordered distress rockets fired from the ships to alert anyone nearby that the ship was in danger. Now, old man man Jenkins living on Mars Rock... (laughs) Finally, the Atlantic came to rest on its port side in more than 20 feet of water. Passengers and crew were thrown into railings. The stern quarters of the ship, which housed women and children, sunk below the water, drowning all on board. Oh, man. Yeah. We'll get into the women and children, too. Oh. It's not good.
2: And this, they were divided. It was like single men in one part of the ship, mm-hmm. women and children in the other part, oh. and then kind of married couples in the middle to act as like a buffer zone. Wait. She, the, she just, is, yeah, you
0: need that.
1: Did we watch this live syncing uh, on our Twitch show? I it's, feel like I remember, unless this is a common thing where women and children are segmented separately, but there was, it it was, was a ship common. that sank off Nova Scotia.
0: It could have been this one. I
1: think it was this it one. This and I remember we were talking right. about this, how the part with the, yeah, I guess we'll get into it, but.
0: So it, was, it was pretty common that, like, single women would be, have their own area of the ship. Yes, yeah. And, and unfortunately, children, that
1: area may get, you know, <laughs> yes. See, more
0: often than not, it seems to sink first. Seeing the distress rockets, nearby fishermen came to help, working with the crew to try and get a lifeline attached from the ship to the shore, which would give people a way to get to safety. This is crazy. Uh, Several crew members swam through heavy surf and freezing water to attach rescue lines from the bow of the Atlantic to Golden Rule Rock, allowing those on board to climb to safety. We're talking about literally shimmying from the ship to a rock. And there is, like, newspaper drawings of this. This is a pretty big deal. So there's actually some really great illustrations if you want to see what this looked like. But, I mean literally like let hands and light like a koala bear scrambling across a rope oh yeah
2: yeah like when you see somebody kind of climbing upside down and it's like cliffhanger yeah exactly
0: yeah. yeah
1: i was thinking mr burns and smithers getting to the simpsons house <laughs> <Same> <laughs> hanging there basic,
2: all night yeah in yeah. and out in 18 seconds
0: <laughs> yeah obviously that was easier said than done it was nighttime and the waters were rough and many drowned trying to make that journey from ship to land.
1: I, I can imagine.
0: Yep. The ship's quartermaster, Robert Thomas, managed to swim to shore and alerted residents about his wrecked ship. Others Hero. Yeah, seriously.
1: And, and we've talked about this before, but at this time it was not, not common that everyone could swim.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it makes
1: sense that a sailor could get to shore, but I, I'm sure many just floundered in the water.
0: Yep. This is like the North Atlantic in April too.
1: Yeah, cold.
0: Yeah. Others still on the ship worked to free people who were stuck in cabins that were still above water. In some cases, they were able to smash open portholes and free a number of people, including a 12-year-old boy named John Hindley, who was emigrating from England with his parents and older brother. We will get back to him later. Mm. At this point, fishing boats came out to rescue survivors. They started picking people up who were clinging to Golden Rule Rock. The captain and others implored the boats to come out to the Atlantic, the ship, (laughs) to help (laughs) all the people still stuck on the Atlantic. The ship. Thank you. But most of the boats shied away. I guess you could say the ocean about both of those. I suppose so. But most of the boats shied away, intimidated by the wreckage of the ship. Other boats joined the rescue, and Captain Williams was among the last to be taken off the ruined Atlantic.
1: Okay, good stuff.
0: The death toll was massive. Bad stuff. At least 535 people of the around 952 people aboard died. By some accounts, up to 563 people died. All women and children perished. Oh. With the exception of Hindley, that 12-year-old that they were able to pull out of his cabin. Oh. And it gets worse. Most of the women who died did not even succeed in reaching the deck. Some were in the lifeboats that capsized, and others were swept overboard with their children.
2: all every woman and child, aside from one, yep, they were just in that in that I think it was the back of the ship, and it was the part that just sunk first. Oh my yeah,
1: God, that is horrifying.
0: And this is I found super interesting. One of those women was actually a crew member who had disguised herself as a man and had served on the ship for three voyages prior to the wreck, huh. Yeah. According to an article from 1873, she died attempting to rescue others. Okay. Wow. One of the surviving crew members said of her, quote, I didn't know Bill was a woman. He used to take his grog as regular as any of us and was always begging or stealing tobacco. He was a good fellow, though, and I am sorry he was a woman.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What a quote.
1: End quote. quote. Not, I'm sorry he's dead. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm sorry... He was a woman. Oh boy, that's yeah. (laughs) That must have been hard for Bill. I know.
0: What a shame. But basically, like this was just a body that they discovered and it was a crew member. And upon, I don't know, inspection. Inspection. They were like, what the hell? Yeah. Ten crew members died while one hundred and thirty-one survived.
1: Wow, this is awful.
0: Yeah. This is terrible. Yeah. It took weeks to recover and bury all of the victims. Divers were rewarded for recovering bodies that were trapped within the Atlantic's hull, and this is a quote from one of those divers. It is extremely bleak. Just fair warning. Yeah, this be, is be warned. Rough.
1: If if you are not into that, maybe skip forward like sure. fifteen or thirty seconds.
0: Quote: Oh, what a spectacle is presented! The cargo has broken bulk and lies heaped up in a confused mass. Bodies of men and women, bruised and torn, are jammed among the cases and crates. It is a horrible sight to look upon, and the magnifying power of the orbs through which I gaze upon it renders it all the more horrible. Fishes swim in and out among the corpses and boxes, feasting on the dead. Limbs are strewn around, having been broken off from the bodies by the continual action of the waters which, when agitated, drive against the ugly pieces of the broken hull that stick up here and render my movements very hazardous. Having seen enough of this part of the sunken horror, I proceeded toward one of the steerage cabins, in which all the women and children were drowned as they lay in their bin.
2: That ship hits the fan, everybody. We'll see you next week. Be sure to follow us. Golly, that's rough. Oh,
1: yikes. The imagery is really bad. I want to know
0: who this poet was that was diving to recover bodies? That's such a like. They should have sent a diver. Honestly, yeah. I
2: think everybody was just way more literate back then too. Well, like, the people have you that ever were seen, like the uh, letters from Civil War soldiers—they're like really well written.
0: That's true. The ones who could write.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. There's a bar to, clear or we're allowed it, to. once you've cleared it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Many of the victims were buried on the shore near the wreck site. 277 were buried in a mass grave. The Atlantic was the worst peacetime disaster on the North Atlantic until July 4th, 1898, when the French liner La Bourillonne sank. I, Jean I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. like that. It was also the worst ocean liner disaster in the White Star Line's history until the Titanic, mm. almost 40 years later.
1: They were like, whew, well, at least
0: that's not gonna happen <laughs> we again. We got that over with.
2: Woo, well, you always got one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> An inquiry by the Canadian government determined that the Atlantic's engineers were wrong in their estimate that she was short of coal. The inquiry also blamed Captain Williams and his officers for not taking precautions such as extra lookouts and soundings as they approached Halifax in darkness. The Canadian government inquiry concluded with the statement The conduct of Captain Williams in the management of his ship during the 12 or 14 hours preceding the disaster was so gravely at variance with what ought to have been the conduct of a man placed in his responsible position.
1: Getting paid for the word? Yeah. <laughs>
0: The Atlantic had the notoriety of being the first White Star steamer to sink. But, as we know, it would not be the last. Other White Star ships lost in the North Atlantic include Neuronic in 1893, Republic in 1909, and Titanic in 1912. Mm. Today, most of the ship remains under 40 to 60 feet of water. Artifacts recovered from the wreck are on display at the Maritime Museum of the Atlantic in Halifax, Nova Scotia. We gotta get up there. I know.
2: Yeah. Trip. 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 Trip.
0: Trip. Others are displayed at the SS Atlantic Heritage Park and Interpretation Center in Terrence Bay, Nova Scotia. A monument to the wreck was donated by ship owner Thomas Henry Ismay's family. It's located at the mass grave near the Terrence Bay Anglican Cemetery. You may know Thomas Henry Ismay as J. Bruce Ismay's, a.k.a. the Coward of the Titanic's, father.
1: Ah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's oh, all
0: connected. That monument reads. Near this spot was wrecked the SS Atlantic, April 1st, 1873, when 563 persons perished, of whom 277 were interred in this churchyard. This monument is erected as a sacred memorial by a few sympathetic friends. I did read something. It was someone who was interested in this and went to Nova Scotia and was like going around the park. And they wanted to go to the private island, but it is a private island. Mm -hmm. And apparently there's no trespassing signs all over the place. So, okay.
2: Oh, like where the where the graveyard is?
0: No, no, no. the The graveyard's fine. Mars Island. The graveyard's on like the mainland, I think, or a larger inhabited island. Mars Island is private, and I guess has a lot of no trespassing sites. Huh.
1: well, maybe maybe the two thousand two website is not up to date. We'll maybe, see. Yeah, maybe doesn't not. Doesn't want anyone there. Ever. Get out there if you. Can. Maybe
2: maybe three <laughs> VIPs like us can uh, make those signs.
0: It's go not away. trespassing if yeah. you are a niche micro internet celebrity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. That's the SS Atlantic. Another really
1: <laughs> uh, bummer. Ooh. Real
0: bummer. Uh, we, gotta, yeah. we gotta we
1: gotta cover some more like Confederates or Nazis or all the Yeah, people crews. we can clown
0: on hard. Yeah.
1: i yeah. I
2: might reshuffle the deck for the next one. See uh, <laughs> yeah, not a maybe, bad idea. Maybe, yeah, not a bad maybe idea. Maybe
1: so because I mean it's not last week's, but it yeah. is still I don't know. Let's see if we can get Moss Hills to 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 do some more stuff. So clean up some more messes.
0: Can I, if I may, if it's not asking too much, I would love an honorable mention Foghorn.
1: Oh, Brian, I have an idea. I'll do the high part and then you do the low part.
2: Okay. Ready? ready? One, two, three. Uh No, it has to be it's... Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. I'll go and then you go. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay.
1: okay. He. Uh,
0: <laughs> good enough for me. Fine. Perfect. <laughs> so, today's honorable mention, and I really did lighten it up for this one is uh, it's kind of Canadian in nature. Um, it's not about a ship. Mm-hmm. And it's actually barely Canadian. Uh, but instead, oh, uh, come with me, if you will, to the long-closed Bullwinkle's Family Fun and Food. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Bullwinkle was Canadian?
0: Rocky and Bullwinkle? Yeah, they're Canadian.
2: I actually get There that. was a Mountie. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Natasha and Boris were uh, also Canadian. They were dual citizens. Yes, they're Canadian.
0: (laughs) Now, (laughs) Brian, you may have caught the original run of Rocky and Bullwinkle in the nineteen (laughs) fifties. For me, though, there was a strange, uh, there was a strange resurgence of this cartoon in the 90s due to, I think, syndication on certain channels and stuff. I definitely watched a decent amount
2: of it. Yeah, Yeah. I did too. It was syndicated in the 80s too. Okay. I think it never went off I think they just needed content. Yes,
0: yes. Um, But it was like really big very briefly. And they had, this is basically a Chuck E. Cheese knockoff. Just imagine Chuck E. Cheese, all the animatronics, the the laser tag, the arcade games, everything, except like based on Rocky and Bullwinkle, which even at the time, I think as a kid, I was like, this is, odd that you know it's kind of like how the peanuts characters are
1: licensed out to various theme parks and it's like okay camp snoopy mall of america exactly
2: formerly
0: r.i.p didn't
2: expect them to be selling insurance but here we are yeah yeah yeah.
0: oh
1: yeah okay so
0: why you may ask are we doing this is it for the fun relaxed atmosphere Mm. the multiple party rooms available for your child's next birthday or Could it be over the 100 popular video games in Laser Tag? Maybe? Oh. No, it's Omar not. A oh. It's something so much worse. Oh, yeah. This Where is a place it? I used to go as a kid, by the way. I should specify that. This, I, I we went here. This is not a floating yeah. restaurant, is it? No, it is not a floating restaurant. However, one of the menu items at Bullwinkle's Family Fun and Food was something called the Pizza of the Sea.
2: Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: Oh, yes, Brian. Oh, yes.
1: Okay. (laughs) No!
0: (laughs) Open wide, DG. No, Brian. (laughs) Mommy, no! (laughs) Brian, if you're thinking, hmm, that sounds like a disgusting seafood pizza, you're 100% right. It's a disgusting seafood pizza. (laughs) This is a Pyrrhic victory. Yep. (laughs) The pizza of the sea <laughs> was topped with shrimp. Okay. Crab. Oh.
1: No. Fish. What kind? Fish. What? what cod? I, yeah. Tilapia? Yeah, a a maybe a pollock. <laughs> tilapia?
0: Yeah. It's a white fish. Yeah, it's a, definitely a white fish. Uh, fresh mushrooms, onions, bell peppers, and black okay. olives. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> you need that olive snap to Ugh, kind of bring it all together. Right?
2: Why yeah. would you uh, put let's... these items on a, a, a kid? No kid is going to want that. It's for the no. parents, pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, for the,
1: just, oh. it's for the older brothers and sisters. I
0: don't remember ever having this. So I assume well, my parents you be here with us at least had. had the good taste to avoid the pizza of the sea when we'd go to Bullwinkle's.
1: And you are you were in Minnesota for this?
0: No, no, no. This was actually when I still uh, was out here in California. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it was in it was in Fountain Valley.
1: That's actually better. Yeah,
0: yeah. Than if it were completely landlocked. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I guess if, if wasn't um, for a silver lining. I
0: assure you, everything came in cans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is not fresh seafood. Yeah. Okay. So,
2: honey, honey, put your dress on. We're going to Ballwinkles. <laughs> When When I'm I'm getting in a
1: fight, I have an appetite (laughs) that can only be sated by fish, crab,
0: shrimp, and mozzarella. This was definitely something that was like a novelty that a few parents were like, "Ooh, I've been thinking about that pizza of the sea all week. You know I would try it. Oh, don't. You know I would try it. Why? Because I'm me. Yeah, but you have to rise above your your uh, base instincts.
2: I am nothing if not curious. <laughs> are you a collector of food poisonings? Is yeah, that...
0: I am a connoisseur of canned seafood. Okay, sure. <laughs> so, kippers. Well, this tuna, is pr- this is perfect for you. So, you may be thinking, I want to get out there and I want to try this the pizza of the sea. Unfortunately, you are out of luck. The vast majority of Bullwinkle's family fun and foods, whatever it was called, (laughs) uh, did go out of business Okay, quite a while ago. Really? Quite a while ago. Who could have expected this? Yes. However, there are still three locations, although from what I could tell, one of them has completely scrubbed the Bullwinkle from its, it's just a family family fun center. Presumably because no child knows who Rocky and Bullwinkle are today. Yes. There are two. There's one actually not far in Upland, California. That's okay. That's in kind of San Bernardino area, I believe, kind of by uh, Ontario, California, not Canada.
1: Yeah, yes. Um, and there's
0: another much. in Oregon or Washington. One of those is the one that kind of got rid of the Bullwinkle thing. Oh. Um, but of those three... You can't get the pizza of the sea anymore. I can ask. Aww. Yeah, you could ask. I could
1: ask and then get, I you guess. Could have, maybe it's a secret menu. Forcibly item.
2: removed from the premises. Yeah. And the 15 year old working will be, huh? Uh,
0: yeah. Huh? What? <laughs> so, uh, that that presumably is because the owners got tired of comping meals due to violent food poisoning yeah <laughs> they're plumbing
2: could not take <laughs> yeah it. No,
0: no no you think in like 80 years it's gonna be like yeah there's this like i don't
1: know it's like the steven universe family food and fun center and they've got the seafood scramble it's some cartoon it, it's, no stuff. one no Eggs watching and it. fish yeah <laughs> it's everything but the kitchen sink harbor
0: yeah um anyway, that's it. Wow. That's our episode. Wow. Um, hopefully able to lighten it up a little at the end there.
1: Yeah, we were gonna do this on mention last week. And uh <laughs>
0: that one was too dark. And then is... actually after having read this, I thought to myself, is
1: this maybe, but, but... at least
0: you know. It made a bad situation kind of
2: worse. It's, yeah, uh, it's a little bit less gruesome. Yeah. I don't
1: yeah.
0: know. Yeah. So that's our show. Thanks for listening. Follow Ship Hits Pod, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter yeah
1: anything else i yeah you know hit us up if you hey shoot us a dm i've been in there answering this
0: yeah and people keep sending us we love the uh the recommendations yes keep them coming
2: seriously please
1: uh we do have a listener mark stanton who uh goes by mark stanton design uh, on instagram at least makes uh models of rex and totally independent before the episode came out hit us up and said um I'm not sure if this is on your list for future episodes, but the Empress of Ireland is probably one of the most accurate no, ones go. I've ever created. And yes. I was like, wow, I've got some good news for you, Mark. Yeah. And it's it's amazing. Like, I will I will share these. Uh, and if I don't, because sometimes we forget to share stuff on the we. socials. <laughs> I I am <laughs> trying to make this work. Uh, but remind us. Uh, yeah. hit, hit us up, Mark. But um, yeah, check this us out. out. Isn't that awesome? Oh, whoa. Yeah, cool Brian, well. I'll share these with you. It's really okay. cool I feel left it's, out it's, it's the wreck on the bottom overturned on its side the detail is amazing the seafloor is really cool so shouts out Mark Stanton Design yeah follow them and uh, yeah it's just just extremely cool
0: alright thanks for listening everybody
1: may your bones bleach in these sands bye bye